right. Well, Jeremy made a handy dandy summary, but I don't think reading it is probably going to be. Uh, <laughs> Look, we did it last the time. It was trying to be helpful, and somehow I think we got, you know, less done. Yeah, somehow that took a lot longer than when someone just tries <laughs> to remember. <laughs> well, so Virgil had uh, two fun experiences. So. Um, I was, Virgil was caught by those guys who came into the, um, ye old curiosity shop to get the, the breakers of Kotar. Yeah. And talked to, was Huard this guy? Um, yep. Huard's yeah. the old man. Huard talked the to Virgil. The shockingly virile old man, <laughs> which we have to know for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> several times, uh, I thought I was going to, like, go to prison, and he was like, no, 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 I just have a job for you, and I was like, cool, and I went and told everyone about the job, and then said, you know what, I was looking forward to going to prison, so I did that anyway. (laughs) While I was there, I was working on a chain gang or something, and found some, like, a chain buried in the ground. Literally a chain gang. Like, I assume I'll be getting out of prison at the beginning of this episode. Uh, um, you were already Hward, out of prison. Okay. Yeah, Horde already came and was like, what the fuck are you doing in prison? Stop. That's that's right. And then he got me out early. And um, everybody else was doing other things while I was doing that. If no one else wants to describe what they were doing. Um, that would require us remembering what we were doing. Well, while um, I was protecting the whatchamacallsit, uh, you guys were taking, invading the something or another? Are we invading? <laughs> I don't think we did that. Oh, yet. we went to negotiate with um, the uh, wizard fucks. Yeah, that was after. Briefly. Was yeah. You went to yeah, the They also want the hand of ruins. Ruins or whatever. Yeah. Nonsense. So I think the overall outcome was that we decided to get the hand of Kotar, go ahead and do the job, get paid, etc., and then give it to what's her face, who is working Madam for both. Tesslin. There we go. Um, like technically, we did what everyone wanted. Fuck off. Right, because she's working for both of them. So if we hand it off to her, technically, we have Literally handed off problem. to both of the people who are paying us to do the job. It works beautifully. And I somehow successfully negotiated a thing, which I'm still kind of in shock about. It's their fault for listening to you if you think about it. <laughs> Uh, so we uh, technically ended the war while in downtime. So I have decided that that means that everyone can take that lost downtime activity. I need to. Uh, before we get started. Because right. I know there's some people that desperately need it. I need to reduce stress. Yeah. I think most people do in these hard times. Well, so I, I have, am at my max before I take trauma. So Yeah, I'm close to it. Can I go uh, have a normal discussion with Satara and get some stuff off my stress chest? Yeah, so where do you normally meet Satara at? The place of power we go to? Yeah, have you decided where that's at yet? I remember I mentioned it in a prior episode, so but I don't remember. <laughs> As the editor, you're the only person here who should remember that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm hmm. far enough back that I think I described it somewhere I haven't Ooh, gotten look, to you know, yet. you do. Just say, yes, it's at the, and then leave yourself a place when you're editing yeah, later. To that seems like an <laughs> awful lot of work. Um, <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to be helpful. No, I mean, it's, it's like I feel like it back... was near the ocean. Yeah, no, it's emotion. not near the ocean no. because I couldn't throw away the rock, remember? Because I feel like you could have and chose not to. 
Well, she said to throw it in the ocean. Yeah, you and definitely I said, chose I that. will. So, so is it the sort of thing where you don't necessarily meet at the same place each time, but rather meet at a different place? There's not just one place of power in. Yeah, Dust I mean, Ball. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've met at different places. Yeah. We'll say that. We'll go with that for now. You know where Sitar is going to be at this time, so you go to find her there, and uh, as you get closer to it, you hear uh, voices, which isn't normal. Like, normally whenever you go to meet up with Sitara, she's by herself, because it's kind of a private affair between you two. But this time you can, it sounds like she's talking to someone, and the other voice sounds vaguely familiar. I, I listen in, trying okay. not to, you know, a little bit surprised and confused, so. So eavesdropping okay. is naturally the first thing that comes to mind. Well, I'm a sneaky thief boy, technically, so. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you make a sneaky thief boy roll? Roll your sneaky thief boy. That would be Prowl, I assume. I could go for Prowl. You could go for a lot of things. Tabitha, you set up. <laughs> Risky standard? Yeah, that's fine. Four. Four. Okay. You get up next to the next corner near where you're supposed to meet up with Satara, and you can't quite recognize who it is that she's talking to, but you very clearly hear this person say, Satara, I know you feel his call too. We need to be ready for his return. Uh, Satara uh, responds saying, Things are fine the way they are now. I'm not going to do anything to help him come back. The other voice says, If that's your choice, so be it. But there will be a reckoning. And then Lady Teslin walks around the corner, almost right into you. She looks like she's a madam and pender something. Or, like yeah, madam, madam Teslin. I'm just trying to make sure I have it right. Yeah. Um, oh, does she see me? Uh, yeah, she walks almost right into you. And she says, ah, Virgil. So you're Sitara's boy. I mean, I've been with her for a decade. I mean, they're not putting a label on it or anything. It's too early. <laughs> uh, she kind of flashes uh, a smile at you and says, well, I'll be seeing you around. Uh, how many sides of this are you playing? Well, I'm playing the side that we all play, my own. Hmm. I, I suggest that you find what's going to work out best for you in the long run. And then she changes in front of you, uh, and you see that she is also a demon. Fun. I don't say that. And she, uh, she says... Wait, wasn't Cliff getting, like... <laughs> are there, are, is every man in this group just fucking demons? Well, no, madam, I mean... he, he's with Lady Penderlin. And this is Madame Tesselin. Uh, Madame Tesselin is the one that was in charge of the Red Lantern. And yeah, wasn't he going there for booty earlier? Uh, Maybe. No, I think that was with uh, Miley Cypress, though. Millie. Millie Cypress. I'm sorry. Okay, very well. Carry on. She says, uh, I know you've heard his call. He's coming. Decide if you want to be on the right side of history. And she holds out one of the soul stones to you. It's not one of the ones that you've seen before, that you've had before anyway, but it is one. Are those things just laying around for the taking? She, Satara told me she wouldn't talk to me if I had mine anymore. She just talked to you. 
Well, Satara is nothing if not a coward. <laughs> oh, man. If I wasn't so stressed out. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that. I might take Umbridge if I wasn't already dealing with a lot of other shit. Are you going to take the soul stone? She's offering it to you. She's offering it to me? Yeah, she says, if you come with me and respond to the call, you'll see what true power is. I'm I'm not sure I'm interested in true power. What I'm interested in is keeping my head down and playing for my own, I don't know, what's the word? To not get, to not poke my head up to get it chopped off. So that stone was too powerful attracted too much attention and frankly you're attracting too much attention for me too so see you around uh she'll smile at you and as she walks off says you know where to find me if you change your mind all right but yeah uh you can do your stress relief with satara as normal all right uh yeah it's been a while uh stress relief what is it i roll two d6 there you should be able to roll your vice vice there should be a button twice. on there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, clear amount equal to the highest dice roll. So I clear four stress. There you go. Right. Which leaves you with four stress left because you had eight. Right. Cool. All right. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so who wants to do their next downtime activity? I'm just going to train in prowess because I'm boring. So. <laughs> so that's easy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to reduce stress as well. Uh, how are you reducing stress? I'm going to... Have pra- sex with the demons. Everyone else does. <laughs> uh, Iskra's not really interested in that kind of thing. I think she's going to be practicing skin grafts. Yeah. It's very soothing. Um, so skin grafts, huh? I think while you're uh, doing that, Eckerd comes by. He, uh, you know, to drop off the next load of bodies. And uh, you and him are chit-chatting as, you know, he's uh, offloading his bar- his wheelbarrow full of corpses onto your table. And <laughs> he says, um, so you remember that time you asked me about Rorik's body? I did. And I told you you didn't want to get involved with those people? You did, although I really do want to remind you that you don't get to make that sort of decision for me. Not if oh. you want to keep both of your eyeballs. I... It was friendly advice, not a decision, but mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it, and I just wanted to let you know, I, ha- I have an idea on what happened with those bodies, and, you know, not too long after all that, that sinkhole opened up. But I just wanted to tell you that people are talking about how they can hear noises coming from that sinkhole again. Oh? And I, again, like, it's not about my business what you do, but... Uh, you might want to, you might just want to be careful, okay? It's sweet that you have this concern, Eckerd, and if I wasn't pretty certain that you're one of the very few people who can survive being born without a spine, I might actually take that advice. But you're right, Eckerd, you are. It isn't any of your business, what I do. Thanks for the corpses, make sure it's not your own next time. Uh, Cliff, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I think someone needs recovery from that burn. <laughs> I'm gonna t- take this guy to the burn ward. He needs it. All right, that's a five. There you go. Nice. Uh, leaves you with two stress left, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> as for myself, I am going to train uh, as well. 
I think uh, the the way I see it is that Cliff's seen a lot more of shit hit the fan really quickly lately. I think he's starting to realize that this whole endeavor is kind of beyond what he signed up for initially, and he doesn't really see a way out of this. You know, there's no turning back now. So at this point, he really, really needs to get good at shooting his gun. That's the only thing between him and a lot of people that want him dead. Mm. Yeah. You need to go so down I've... to the leftist gun range. The leftist gun range. <laughs> <laughs> Send me your coin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to train insight here, because that seems to be the uh, the hunt skill uh, that sort of uh, manifests shooting and killing folk with guns. So, let's spend time in training Mark 1 XP on the track for an attribute, playbook advancement. I don't, isn't Moxie proficient in insight training? Um, I think it was Resolve? Probably some Resolve. Um, well, I did Resolve yeah, last so. time, and we did that. Yeah, Actually, now I think about it. Only one that's I, not. Which I sucks. could do a playbook. Is there a way to change that, maybe, at some point? Yeah, I mean, we're going to... Assuming yeah. we don't crash and burn horribly, we'll level up after this adventure, and then we'll just we can use that as one of our upgrades. Gotcha. It's not there a bad idea. Are. We're all pretty bad at insight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I get a point of insight. Then uh, just trying to, I guess, sort of psyching myself up for the stuff that's about to happen and stuff going forward. All right. Okay. So so the plan was to go to the Lost District. To uh, get the um, uh, get the hand of Kotor, right? That was the job. Yeah. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and make that roll? This is the like. Do we have any allies that can help us? Oh, we could take the punch throats with us because that's always worked out so well before. <laughs> I mean, they can be you know meat shields if nothing else. Yeah. They're still damaged, right? Are they? Well, Sprig Sprig got punished, right? Like. Oh, we we yeah, had a we had a choice between a few different things and yeah. we had Sprig. So, I mean, they're they're weak. How do we clear that weakness on them? Uh, someone has to spend a downtime activity with them uh, to. Well, that would have been nice to know before we all spent our downtime activities. Right, yeah, that's not even that's not even listed in the list of downtime activities. Yeah. Uh, can I spend a coin to do that? In good news, all your cohorts heal during downtime, so you don't have to spend oh, any downtime. Oh, good. All right, let's take him with us then. <laughs> let's go, Sprig. This is your chance to redeem yourself. Come, come yeah. on for this ride. Yeah, let's do it. Let's for I'm, you know, my cousins. They died doing some weird work. I'm just glad I ain't dead yet. I really would like to know who killed them. You know, maybe we'll I, find I them on this mission. I don't think you need mission. to worry. Uh, maybe you will, and maybe hey. you'll even survive this mission. And uh, even so if you don't, you'll be immortalized somehow. I'll make sure of it. Uh, you ain't gonna, like, taxidermy my head and put it up on the wall beside the other ones, are you? That's oddly specifically exactly what I was going to do. I mean, because you've done it. I mean, I see your office, <laughs> like, down there, like, when we've done some missions, and I'm not... I, is that honorable? Like you saying, I'm gonna be honored, but yes, that, that, it is kind of it is honorable. Yes, but they, I mean, you know, I'm sure you're good and all, but they kind of stink, don't you think? Listen, taxidermy isn't so much perfected yet, but you you will do important work in furthering the field. Wait, you're talking about my dead body, though. Sure. Uh, 
Uh, all right. Well, I'm. I'll wait. I'll wait until you get better. How about that? Before I give you my dead body. So you better protect me. I mean, I'm protecting you guys, but you know. Sure. All right. So we're gonna get in that boat with the punch throats. Come on, guys. So uh, Moxie boards the boat sitting low in the water due to Flint's massive weight. Because don't forget, Flint's coming with you, too. Oh, right. oh boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, Flint is in this gleaming metal hull with a capital H. It's got, like, this uh, like white ivory inlay. Uh, the head kind of looks like like a crow itself, a white or a white raven, I think is how I described it before. And um, he's got this uh, cool new like gun that's been bolted onto one of his arms. It's got these long metal rods and uh, a vacuum tube, which clearly has uh, the soul stone that he took from uh, Virgil inside of it. Anyway, he's sitting there uh, in the boat waiting for you guys to show up. Can he talk? Hmm? Can he talk? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Flint. Yes. Flint. Hi, how are you? I'm ready to get this over with. Understandable. Can I tinker with your hull? No. Just a little? No. I just want to see how it works. No. Just a tiny? No. Fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, you know this, Chris. It's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Well, now I know that. I figured I'd do both. It's worth a shot. The punch throats start rowing uh, y'all out into the open water of the Dusk River. Uh, You're on the, or the east side of Six Towers at this point, and you start heading north across the river. Uh, Ahead on the far shore, the massive electromagnetic, electromagnetic fence looms, illuminated by the arcs of green energy that zap and hum loudly between the pylons. Uh, so, Iskra, as you and your companions move away from the shore, mm-hmm. uh, your gills begin to tickle, then to itch, oh, and then hot. to burn. It becomes harder and harder to breathe as you get closer and closer to the center of the river. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to try wetting my moist cowlet. Does that help? Uh, so, like, you take your cowlet off. And um, anyone who's paying attention around you can, like, see that your gills seem red and inflamed. Uh, How are you wetting it? Uh, I have a saline substance that I use. I carry little bottles of it. You use that, and it feels wrong against your gills. Like, it doesn't feel right. That's weird. Well, we're floating on water. I'm going to try some of that. Like, as you, like, lean over to dip the cowlet into the water, it feels like you're, like, as you look at it, it feels like you're falling into the water. You're, like, leaning over the side of the boat. Your hand is in the water, and it feels cool and crisp and clean, which is obviously not true. (laughs) But, like... That water feels right in the way the water on that you've been using has not. Hmm. You feel the overwhelming urge to get in that water. I mean, who among us is not? Very tempting. I'm just going to take a little dip. And what do you mean by a little dip? I mean, I'm going to get out of the boat and into the water. 
I feel okay. like our punch throats would try and stop you. Uh, no, no, it's okay. It. It's okay. It's fine. What, what I do know you what mean? I'm doing. Just what let... do you mean it's okay? We're loyal. That is I'm one of the going... only descriptors we've got. And it I seems just need like to be in trying... the water for just a moment. I'll be fine. Please excuse me. I'm fine. I just need to this be in the water. This is a normal day for us, hey, Are you under the influence of some kind of mind-altering uh, substance? I mean, probably. Have you met me? Look, it's probably just a little bout of water madness. It's a common thing. <laughs> it happens all the time. It'll pass. Just tie a rope around her. Let her jump in the water. All right. Yeah. That Sprig's all right with that. He'll, uh, him and... For the record, we used to deal with water madness all the time back in the <laughs> Dagger Isles. There we go. I thought you were going right, to talk so... to the Coast Guard. I was like, really? Hmm. I mean, definitely in the Coast Guard. Water madness all over the place. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we the I guess everybody kind of well the ones that are paying attention, you know, get a rope around her and a couple of people or have have the slack line, you know, in case she needs it. Uh, so, it's worth pointing out that um, Iskra grew up on the plains of Severos and has never learned how to swim. That's why we have a rope around here. <laughs> yeah, just. I mean, like she get... she has learned enough to like kick her feet and not die if she falls into a Everybody canal. Everybody from paddle, you know. But yeah, so not well. So uh, yeah, Iskra, you get in the water and it feels refreshing in a way that you haven't felt in a long time. In fact, I'd say it feels so refreshing that you can clear one stress. But yeah, uh, just because you can breathe in the water doesn't mean that you can swim particularly well. Yeah, I'm just kind of holding on to the boat with one hand and paddling. (laughs) Yeah, It is not Uh, graceful. (laughs) So uh, why don't you uh, just make a roll for swimming to get back in the boat uh, without tiring yourself out too much here at the beginning? Prowl? Climb, jump, swim, run, and tumble, yes. Okay. Do I have anything? Is this risky? Am I in danger, Jeremy, if I'm trying to climb back into a boat? That she, has... is tied up. she is tied off. Yeah, so. so give yourself an extra die for that. Okay. So. Alright. That's a five and a four. Do All I right. die immediately, Jeremy? Does the big boss show up because I rolled a five? Uh, no. I think that... Well, knowing Jeremy, the punch throats are actually <laughs> try to assassinate us immediately. So. <laughs> No, that was there. I mean, maybe if, you know, Sprig learns that Iskra's the one that killed his cousins, but... Listen, he doesn't need to know that. I don't know. What do y'all think's a good complication here? I was, like, I think that doing, doing like, a minor harm of tired is probably too much. Um, what if, like, her clothes are wet, you know, so, I don't know, causes problems later on? I will point out that uh, I didn't make a note of taking anything out of my pockets. So, um, so I would say anything incendiary that I might have wanted to try is now damp. Okay, yeah, we can go with that. Okay, so so as uh, as uh, y'all pu- pull the boat onto the far shore, the bolts of electroplasm high overhead are deafening. There's a thickness to the very atmosphere that makes it harder to breathe. And what breaths that you do draw in smell strongly of ocean and ozone. Smells like home. These pylons are, you know, like hundreds of feet tall. And the electroplasmic energy that shoots between them is 
up on like the top third so there's nothing that prevents you from like just walking underneath the energy itself uh and most of you get through it fine but virgil as you pass underneath uh the barrier you can feel the reverberations from the ghost field in your very bones as if the entire district of crow's foot was crying out in agony Uh, what do you do about that what can you do about that bury it deep just shove it down deep so that you don't feel anything that won't have repercussions later that's what stress is for <laughs> yeah so i mean jeremy what what i heard you say was as we were passing through the barrier i felt like an ominous feeling right like this is probably the closest that you've been to that barrier and you can definitely feel why uh ghosts and other things like that the Stuff that the barrier keeps out why they don't want to pass through here, because it's not right. very comfortable. And you're not even attuned to the field at the moment. Right. Does this right. do anything to Flint? Yeah, like, when Flint goes through, he kind of, like, slows down a little bit as he's passing through, but he just pushes through it eventually. Okay. Anyways, uh, Virgil, it's as if a thousand voices cried out suddenly in pain and were suddenly silenced. What do you do? I mean... Nothing. I mean, I don't know what to, what I would, I don't think I would do anything. Okay. Yeah, so Says you're able to just you. push through it as you pass through, like, it gets exponentially quieter as you get further away from it, and you feel a sense of relief. So now that we're here on the other side of all that, why don't we go ahead and make the engagement roll? Alright. Who wants to make that roll? I'll do it. What are we at here? Uh, so you get one die for sheer luck. I'd say that you get a die for having the punch throats here with you. What about a die for having Flint? The guy's name Flint, the name I obviously remembered, was just about to say. <laughs> I don't know if he's for us or against us yet, though. Yeah, I'm not really quite sure because, like, he's here because the Circle of Blue Flame asked him to be, but he also hates, 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 hates Virgil. To be so. fair, Virgil killed him, so... Hey, that's... No one's proved Murderer. that yet. He's Look a ghost in a metal body. <laughs> no one's proved that I did it. He didn't just, you know, succumb to some unrelated illness. Unrelated lightning bolt directly to the forehead. I'm pretty sure he I did didn't... in the chest twice, so... Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, I think so. And you don't think that's what killed him? We don't need to re-litigate this, this issue. <laughs> you know, didn't he really do him a, a favor there? Think about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, we didn't. I think that. <laughs> I still wish I hadn't done that favor for him. I mean, yeah. if I did. but If he's going to throw it in your face, screw him. You can live next time. We'll we'll keep you alive. How about that, tough we'll guy? Force you to live. <laughs> Up on a wall, maybe. <laughs> What's next? So yeah, I think y'all get two dice. Not a higher tier, lower tier. No, I'm not gonna worry about yeah. that. I mean, right. it's the wilderness, isn't it? So. Yeah, a four, four, well, two fours. All right, so it's mixed result. You're gonna be in a risky position when the action starts. Uh, so the Lost District had been a former 
uh, very wealthy district of Duskwall uh, long before the electroplasmic fences were built. But after the fence was built, it wound up being abandoned because it had been riddled with plague. So as you travel through the streets, you see that there are wide avenues that once could have allowed three carriages to pass each other, but now the pavement is cracked and choked in places with rubble from collapsed houses. And the buildings that are still standing are palatial estates and extravagant storefronts designed to serve the wealthy citizens who formerly resided here. As you move further and further into the Lost District, uh, the lights of Duskwall recede behind you, and it's not that long before it's just a dim glow that's hidden behind uh, the ruined buildings. And this is probably the darkest that you've seen it up above land. Like, obviously, you've been in the other city before, and that was pretty dark. But up ahead, you see the shattered remnants of the sun that is only very faintly glowing over on the western horizon. Uh, Just a couple of very dim bodies that uh, really only cast everything in shades of dark and darker. Uh, What are y'all using to light your way? Bioluminescent moss. I think everybody has like a free item i thought had um like lanterns or no it's not a it's not free not free it's in here so yeah i'm gonna i'm carrying a lantern did y'all set your load as well i did normal we'll do i'll do normal i went ahead with heavy because i knew i was coming out on a job we're not trying to pass as anything other than what we are we're outside the wall so i think heavy makes sense yeah yeah and prepared Like, there's a lot more, everyone knows there's a lot more dangers out here outside the electroplasmic barrier than there are in the city itself. That makes sense. I'll do heavy too then. Luckily, Sophia has, she carries around this lamppost anyway, so she may as well (laughs) fix a lantern to the end of it. Is that? Use it as as God intended, as a a light light post. Uh, What kind of lanterns are y'all using? Got an electroplasmic one. As as a fuck you to Bazo Baz on his lamppost, which used to be an oil lantern, I have a very modern electroplastic lamp. Alright. So how are y'all traveling through this place? I mean carefully, I would imagine. So one foot in front of the other? One foot in front of the other. Alright. So um as you guys are traveling through here, eventually you stumble upon your first corpse. It's a very old, desiccated body that's laying face down in the road, uh, to the side of the road. Um, it's covered in, uh, like, bite marks, uh, as if it had been chewed very, uh, very thoroughly. But, like, it, it very obviously died a long, long time ago and has just been, uh, been nibbled away at by the vermin in the area. As you go uh, further and deeper into the Lost District, though, these corpses become more and more prevalent. Obviously, they're old corpses. Do I think they're from the plague that ended this area? Uh, You feel like they probably could be. Some of the people, it looks like they died and then were eaten. And then 
as you get further into the Lost District, it looks like perhaps the bites and tears to the flesh of the things that have been feeding on the, these bodies are what caused the death, and gotcha. that it just didn't... Didn't have know. the chance to heal before they perished. Neat. Right. Are they desiccated, or do... Like, how are they still identifiable as soft tissue with bite marks? Like, it's kind of like that, uh, like a bog body sort of thing. Okay. The flesh is, you know, it didn't really putrefy so much as wizen, if that makes sense. It's not at all like bodies tend to do uh, whenever they're decaying like you're used to. Um, That's very interesting. Bog bodies typically require very specific conditions in order to form, and I don't think those conditions are present here. Does it appear to be magically created? Like, were, were they induced to this uh, terrible state? You're going to make I me mean, roll that, something, aren't you? I, if you want to figure if there's magic there, that does sound like an attune roll. Ugh, I'm bad at attune. Hey, Virgil. Virgil, yeah. look at these dead people. Really look at them, okay? All right. I'm, were I'm... they were they interfered with in a magical fashion? Aren't you like the like cutting people open type thing? Oh, I can wait, tell magical. what killed them, but I can't tell what preserved them. You want me to see if their ghosts are still hanging around? Sure. All right. I attune to the ghost field, so I put on my fine spirit mask. Okay. Uh, risky position. Yeah, y'all are y'all are risky. That's right. Standard effect. Yeah. Two, five, five. So it's a five. All right. So you do it, but there's a complication. So when you attune to the ghost field, you can tell that there does seem to be something magical about the corpses. Like there's some sort of strangeness to it, although it's not something that you can just tell that it's almost like there's more life in those dead bodies than there should be. And not in the same sort of way as there was with the hollows. Um, not not in a sense, like, you don't think that these bodies are going to, like, st- stand up and start moving or anything. But they don't feel empty like a dead body normally does. But you also notice that there are a lot more ghosts in this area than you're used to. We kind of expected that. They are not nearly as civilized as the ghosts that you're used to dealing with are. There's, like, a group of, like, 12 that has been slowly encircling your group. And it's probably at this point that you realize that they've been drawn to the magical energies of your electroplasmic lamps. Mm -hmm. Told you, fuckers. Moss. And the giant hull. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that doesn't leak out nearly as much electroplasm as those lamps do, though. Hey, um, hey guys, so, um, (laughs) we, I mean, we all knew we were going to have a ghost problem, but (laughs) we got a bit of a ghost problem. So, (laughs) so in in that ghost can spook you guys. I I ain't scared of no ghosts. You you know me. So we got a couple of options here. You know, just like in the Badlands scene in Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, we can try and (laughs) create a, uh, a source of electroplasmic energy that these ghosts can you know, enjoy far away from us, or I can start machine gunning my fine lightning hook, capturing these guys in bottles. Uh, your choice. 
Um, there think? are going to be thousands of ghosts here. So yeah, but why we got a we... dozen that are real interested in us. And again, I'm going to I don't use think they can game really mechanic. hurt, but they will spook you. I'm going to use a game mechanic entitled, We Know What the Hell We're Doing. Iskra huh? grew up on the plains of Severos, where there is no protection from all of the trillions of ghosts that wander around looking to fuck up your whole day. So she came prepared. She has with her a very small charm made out of mouse skulls and some other unsavory parts that doesn't really do a whole lot other than attract the attention of ghosts so that you, person who would like to continue living, can just sort of move away from the area. Okay. I'm you going wanna... to set one down and then move away from it. So is this a, a thing that you have that's on your sheet? Or is this a thing that you're uh, I'm, coming I'm up in, with? I'm invoking my heritage. So okay. it's a yeah. thing that I would have. Yeah, I like that. Why don't you go ahead and like that kind of sort of sounds like a flashback sort of thing. So just I would say two stress for that. Uh, but you don't have to spend any coin for it because it's something that you've had for a long time. Okay. I'm going to say I prepared three of these. Okay, then that's going to be more stress than that. Why? Uh, <laughs> uh... So, Jeremy. <laughs> that was amazing. Bear, Jeremy, bear in mind, Iskra grew up in Severos. Like, they have to survive somehow, and that involves not getting killed by ghosts constantly. She right. assumes she's going to need some kind of something to deflect ghostly attention, but there's no story reason she would assume that they would only need to do that once. So, so is taking... this like a charm that you have, or is it like the sort of thing that John was describing? It's a charm that I have, because I know okay. how to make them, and when I knew that we were going out on this mission, I decided to go ahead and whip a couple up in preparation. Okay, so I if was... you can you can have one for free, you can make more for spending coin, and I'm gonna bump that to a three stress. How how many coin? To clarify, this is sort of the the anti spirit bane charm. This is a ghost attractor, right? No, this this seem it like it sounds to me like it's a thing to make it so that ghosts don't notice you. Yeah. It just diverts their attention to it instead of to anyone else. Right, so a, a ghost attractor. Am I misunderstanding Shh. something? No, it, it's like a thing that you wear to make it so that ghosts ignore you. It makes it harder for ghosts to notice you. Didn't she say she put it down somewhere? Though? I did. Jeremy is misinterpreting me because he doesn't really listen when I talk. Well, I... You just live in a fugue city. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did acknowledge that. So, okay, I'm sorry, I asked for clarification, and I thought that's what you clarified it as. So, it's a charm that you would, for example, hang up on a tree so that you can safely leave the area because all of the ghosts in that area would be looking at that charm or paying attention to it. I don't know if it's an attractor in that it draws them close to it. It draws their attention more than their proximity. Sure, okay. Okay. It's like if is... you're trying to l it's like if you're trying to figure out if that's really your brother across the way or not and then all of a sudden somebody sets off a firework behind you. Yeah, you're like going to stop paying attention to that guy and turn around and look. Yeah. All right. This sounds pretty powerful then. Would you agree with that? I mean, eh. I mean, it's pretty powerful. I mean, cuz cuz it sounds like it's it's a thing that you're trying to make to avoid this encounter. 
which sounds pretty powerful. And I love the idea of it. I just want to make sure that we are. You just want to make sure that it hurts to use. It's fair, right? I'm I'm trying to make sure that it's exactly that it's fair. Um, I mean, I'm I'm willing to burn a use of insight to roleplay it as, you know, we planned this beforehand as some sort of ghost distraction. I mean, I could bring in resources to assist Iskra in the creation of this thing, whatever it takes. So let, let's let just make a crafting roll and go from there. I'm going to say that this is a tier four item. Okay, so... Do I get a bonus die from uh You roll a die for each tinker action dot. Jeremy, And then I can... you get bonus quality for the workshop and for the coin spent. So that just gives you a plus one on top of everything. And then Virgil's helping me. So do I get a... Yeah, you get a bonus die from Virgil too. So roll your tinker plus one from Virgil. So, uh, am Plus I one helping? from the workshop. Or, I'm sorry, not Virgil, but bias. Cliff. Because yeah. Cliff said that he was helping. Okay, so I also have the workshop, so wouldn't it be plus two die? N- no, because the workshop doesn't give you an extra die, it just gives you an extra quality on top of it. That's a two, a one, and a six. So with a six, that means the quality level is your tier plus one. Y'all are tier two now, right? Yep. Yes. So that means it's a quality level three, but it's actually quality level four because of the workshop upgrades. So yeah, you have yeah. your thing with three uses of it. What do you want to call it? Um, I'm going to call it a mouse heart charm. I like it. We've got our mouse heart charm. So you're going to go like throw it in a bush or something to try to get. I'm just going to toss it down the street, you know, behind us. No, because we're going to want to come back this way. I'm going to toss it down a side alley. <laughs> okay. Just in Uh, case they're still there. All right. So yeah, you toss it that way and you're able to, like Virgil, you sense that that has drawn the ghost's attention and you guys can keep- We're okay for now. Yep. You're okay for now. Uh, Did you settle on that costing a coin? I guess it doesn't cost anything because you didn't have to spend- It doesn't have rare ingredients. We didn't have to spend money on it. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. They can't really be rare ingredients- you only have to spend coin to increase the final quality level. Oh, okay. So, you know, we may come back to that at some point uh, to make that, because that does seem like a really cool thing. Uh, we <laughs> might formalize it as a formula Imagine. later, but let's just keep going for now. So uh, y'all keep going down uh, these roads and you uh, notice as you're going that as the light of Duskwall gets dimmer uh, behind you and in the distance, and as the light of the shattered sun slowly sinks below the horizon of the uh, the void sea to the west, the very faint uh, moon is coming up that there seems to be a glow in the city ahead of you. Not nearly as bright as Duskwall, but definitely there. Uh, we continue walking. Okay. Do we have an idea, like, where we need to go, specifically? Yeah, yeah generally. Like, you've got uh, a generalized map leading you through the Lost District towards a particular, towards this uh, temple that you're going to. Uh, the glow, like, in, on the path that's marked out for you by the um, by the circle of blue flame, it does seem to be taking you in the direction of this glow. But are you're we, probably about, like, halfway there. Are we living on a prayer? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, all in favor of continuing to walk. 
I. As y'all get closer, the light gets, you know, a little bit brighter. Uh, you can tell that there does seem to be some sort of encampment up here in the city uh, ahead of you. Uh, that's lit by oil lantern lights. Are y'all trying to go unnoticed by these people or go around them? Or do you want to try to meet with them? Let's meet them. What's up, friends? Scavengers. Hail and well met. Check out our creepy ghost robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're pretty pretty sizable crew, so I feel like we don't need to be afraid of other people, maybe, tons. Also, it would be hard for us to hide our presence without going really far away, out of our way, I would suspect. I mean, because there's what, like 20 of us-ish? Four of you guys, there's like five or know. six punch throats. And, and then Flint. And then Flint. Okay. So, so like not a people. gigantic crew, okay. but definitely hard to to move quietly, especially with Flint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I say we go up. Say hi. Take yeah, the friendly so, friendly route for once. The uh, scavengers show up, and or I'm sorry, <laughs> like you guys uh, start approach uh, approaching this encampment, and like you can uh, see the that there are people on watch on guard. So the Deflin Scavengers, what you know about them is that they're former inmates of Ironhook Prison that rather than be executed were given the quote-unquote mercy of being released to the Deflins. Many of them died, but some of them have banded together to survive out here in this no-man's land. Um, what do they and, eat? Like, there's stuff that grows out here. Like, there are plants that have overgrown some of the buildings there are uh weird mushrooms that you're not very familiar with every now and again you see sign of some game like you see like scat and other things like, like, like that little like like meatballs uh yeah yeah it's uh it's they're playing Catan out here so that's why like sign of a game meatballs yeah it's funny it's a little little cerebral but yeah cerebral. i don't know if our audience okay. is gonna get it you know people are listening now so if you got this <laughs> let us know yeah, yeah. uh apparently we at, have a twitter uh, what members of ksl at gmail or something like that yep at something or that dot com what you don't know our e how often do you check our email i check it every day and cry <laughs> no we yeah. actually got an email today it was Did from we? Google asking if my personal email is still our backup email address. So <laughs> I'm right. glad Google's interested in our podcast. Google is not interested in a single human life. Moving on. Well, that's oh. why it's interested in the podcast. <laughs> uh, the Deafland scavengers, you know, there's, you know, kind of a brief hailing back and forth. The guards don't seem particularly ready to let you in they call back and it's kind of a small camp they haven't like taken over any of the buildings it's just like a square at an intersection that there's been like eight or so you know canvas tents that have been erected and out of one of the largest ones comes a man uh, like all of the deathlanders have like a tattered mishmash of clothes uh, but his seems to be more put together than others. Uh, it's uh, got... He's wearing, like, a lot of jewelry, too. Uh, like, not, like, gold. <laughs> wait, wait, is this... Do you want the photo I use for this guy? Uh, sure. I gotta find it. 
Uh, one second. Assuming this is Richter, right? It's just photo for Richter. Yeah. That's Ice Cube from Ghost of, <laughs> Ghost of Mars, which is awesome. And then for, I forget yeah, her, I forget her name right now. Uh, oh, so it's a great movie. Lady Sif or Lady Deathstrike I or think something. it's like Lady Drake or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for her, I use Pam Greer's character <laughs> from Ghost of Mars. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I saw part of it on television, so it was, you know, cropped, and the, the special the music is awful. Um, the music is fantastic, and all you have to know is that there's a scene... There's a scene where Ice Cube comes out with two MP, like, shorty MP5s <laughs> and just sucks wrecking shit, and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Deathlander Scavengers uh, aesthetic, but, you know, do, do, do your own if you want. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of these guys as more like, uh, uh, more like sand people sort of aesthetic from, uh... Well, that's racist. Like Stargate people? No. Like, like, Iraq- like Iraqis? <laughs> <laughs> Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan yeah, Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, I'm so thinking they're like let's, sand people. Let's just be a lesson. If you don't call people sand people, you know? They've got the like these tattered robes. Uh, they're all wearing uh, like thick gas masks. Yeah, Richter comes out. Uh, he's the leader of this particular... Uh, scavenging band and he comes out to meet you and says it's not very often we receive visitors this far into the city well we're just passing through but we thought you know we saw some fellow travelers out here we'd say hello be careful you wouldn't be the first band of adventurers from duskwall to never be seen again so i'm glad to see that you've got some heavy uh, heavy duty weaponry with you and he like nods at flint and says, I'm sure that'll help, but there's still a lot of plague rats in this area, so be careful. That's definitely good to know. Might you be interested in uh, in, uh, in a barter? What do you have in mind? Well, we'd, we're heading in that direction, and we'd like some knowledge about what's over there. Uh, and in return, I have uh, a number of uh, a number of interesting maps that I might be willing to, tr- to part with. Uh, what kind of maps are these? I mean, on my character sheet, there is, I have documents. One of the things I can have is just a number of interesting maps. So I think okay. these are maps of, these are like survey maps of, you know, official em- like Empire expeditions. Uh, I mean, they might the... even be maps of this area. This used to be part of Duskwall. <laughs> yeah, then I wouldn't need their, their help. Well, I mean, I'm sure the city has changed over time, but even so, an old map can tell you where things used to be and where valuable materials might still be found. That could be of interest to these folks if they're living out here. Okay, why don't you make a roll to see how interesting this stuff is to him. Uh, I'd say give it a bonus since you're using this, and you can automatically succeed by throwing a coin into the mix as well. Yeah, I'll roll it. Are we risky standard? Yeah, risky standard. A five. Five, three, one, one. But I'll take the five. Okay. What, you won't deliberately choose the auto-fail? Correct. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he looks over the maps that you have and says, yeah, these uh, these show, uh, there's some interesting uh, information on these. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'd be happy to take this. Now, where is it that you're headed? Temple of KOTOR. Yeah, you know, or uh, not give away the whole... All know. right. Uh, so... <laughs> When uh, when they were abandoning the district, that was one of the main places that was being used as a uh, hospital. Oh boy. So, <laughs> if you need protection, we can supply you, but I wouldn't go in there without a mask, for, at the very least. 
I mean, I have a mask. What kind like of mask? A COVID mask? Or we're talking about here? No, a like, KOTOR mask. A KOTOR mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, all of these guys are wearing, like, uh, full covered masks with, like, black goggles over their eyes. Uh, they're, like, all, like... Are these, like, Fremen, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Kind of? Kind of, kind of like Fremen. Adapted more to disease-laden air than heat, but yeah. Yeah, but just, like, they have, like, you know, full coverings and, like, breathing apparatuses and that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, the, the, yeah, uh, Richter tells you the, the air is not going to be good there. Well, good thing we got a plague doctor mask right here, right? yeah. We've got uh we've got masks that we'd be happy to sell you. Twenty coin for all of you. Jesus what, fucking uh, Christ. I point to Flint. What about him? You can have him for twenty for the masks. Wow. Uh I don't think the wizards are gonna be happy about you. Um, hey, I'm just joking. We're friends now, right, Flint? <laughs> he looks at you and just says, Ugh. You got a cough there, buddy? He doesn't have lungs anymore. How could he have a cough? Well he, he what's what explains the sound he just made? I think that was a disgust sort of noise. Anyways, mm. we don't Jeremy, have 20 coin. Um, Jeremy, they're not lying about there being a, a, a mask need, are they? Uh, no, they are not lying about that. Okay. What if we rent the masks from you? <laughs> we'll give them back. <laughs> There's, uh... We'll give you a deposit, and when we come back, you return the deposit, we return the masks. The way I see it, you're in need of masks, and you can either go back to your town and get masks, and... We'll have the chance to go see whatever it is you're trying to get here in that temple. Or you can buy a mask from us, and you can be on your way. Iskra, why is it that people always forget about the third option? Which is? Because we just take this hall here and smash all of your faces in and take the masks off of your mm, dead bodies. Let's not threaten that. I like these look, people. Look, look, I don't want to take option three. What but if people we always trade? Forget. People never offer it. What if we trade something other than coin? like i have a number of potentially useful substances including giving you gills i mean that would require some preparation (laughs) but if okay (laughs) no one ever takes me up on that but that's fine because i am uh carrying a bag of grit i have still uh, have that (laughs) i apparently still fucking have that i don't Uh, i don't see how you still have that because I keep trying to offer, like, to sell it or to trade it, and people are not interested in Duskfall, so. Um, I have some extremely poisonous roots that I got out of the sewer. That's interesting, if you need to kill anything. Uh, hey, you could feed it to the plague rats. Uh, take out some of those. Well, why don't you try to make another roll to bargain with them to see if you can talk mm-hmm. them down from their 20 coins with these other offers? I don't have any pips in sway. Which I mean, I can roll, but okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Sophia, hey, I've got some stuff that might sweeten the deal. Maybe some defensive poisons, maybe some grenades, stuff that might be useful for them. Okay. Um. So Sophia, why don't you roll that again? Uh, with a bonus die, but Iskra, rather than marking stress, why don't you mark? Three on your uh, your load. Okay. Okay. Four uh, is the highest. So so a four, so a mixed success. So uh, you're able with the different things that you're trading them, you're able to talk them down to ten coin. So I'm not gonna pay one coin for this garbage. Garbage? You want to get plague? 
I mean, I'll put a fucking I'll put a fucking wet cloth over my face. Oh, that'll work. This. Okay. Look, we here we have here an entire gang of you know able-bodied fighters. <laughs> well worth ten, <laughs> worth way more than ten coins as a deposit. I mean, so negotiations fail, and y'all no, are able to leave on. without buying the masks if you want. If y'all don't. Ten coin is ridiculous. So I'm so already I'm wearing confused. a mask. Just permanently. Flint doesn't need a mask. Can we offer them something? Can we give them some leverage? These are Tuscan Raiders in the middle of the nowhere, right? Yeah. Well, I happen to have a fine bottle of whiskey. I'm sure they have not seen this one of these in quite some time. This is like an elixir to these people. Okay. Yeah, if you want to use that up, I guess that'd drop it what? Uh, I'd say with uh, inflation for them not having seen it. Uh, we'll drop that down to five coin. I'll throw a coin in. Punch throats, you have a coin? <laughs> they don't have money now. Yeah, no. Unless you want to spend out of Moxie money. Mox- I don't think Moxie has any money right now. Yeah, Moxie's all out of money. <laughs> we just spent it all to, to rank up. Sorry, I mean, who has money? Spend it if you have it. I've got coin. Wait, me look. I've got, has two. I've got two. I've got four. Iskra has four. Holy shit, Iskra's rolling deep. <laughs> So y'all spent five coin between yourselves? Yep. All right. Well, if that's the case, then... Hold on just a second. Who is pitching in coins? Uh, I do. I'll put in two. Everyone did one and Iskra did two. Okay. Just want to make sure I marked it off. All right. So... Sophia definitely, like, pushes a coin into their hand with a lot of spite. Well, I think despite that, you know, uh, Richter smiles and says, uh, you've made a wise choice, friends. Come, if you're not in a hurry, let's uh, share some of this whiskey. Uh, we're in a, are we're we in, in a hurry? hurry? We're kind of in a hurry, but hopefully we will be living in order to catch you on the way back. That's, that's a disappointment, but I wish you the best of luck. Hello, it's John. I hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. So we've got three tiers of membership. We've got fans of KCell at $3 a month, where we'll give you a shout out on the recording. Then we've got uh, $5 a month, where you'll have that shout out, as well as access to some exclusive content on the Patreon. We're still trying to decide on that. But we've got some short stories that are related to the world building that Jeremy's been doing. And we probably will have uh, some content of us playing board games and things that we uh, we do when we have an off night. And uh, we either can't play or maybe we're down a, a member or something like that. And then at the $8 a month level, we'll take uh, fan requests. So if you've got some ideas for things like names of characters um, or maybe a complication that would be fun for us to experience you can uh, donate at the $8 level. We'll get in contact to you to uh, get your requests there. Um, We'd also like to shout out uh, The Green Box, which is a podcast about uh, Delta Green, RPGs, and other related topics. So Kevin, uh, who you hear on our show here, he's also on The Green Box as a regular member there. 
Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about um, some of the background of, of some of these different RPGs that are coming out, or uh, that's like a nice place and hear more from Kevin, where he's not playing a character. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to uh, members of KSL available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KSL on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeremy and them, they're moving soon. So that would be great if they could get some additional support there. Okay. So thanks again so much and back to the show. Hey, maybe, maybe if we catch you on the way back, I'll teach you how to make mouse heart charms to keep the ghosts from killing you. Well, if you have such a tool, that would be very useful. And uh, he has uh, one, of his, coin. one of his people get all of you some new masks. Uh, and they're not, you know, complete garbage. But when you put them on, you can tell that they work. They might be a little smelly and uncomfortable, but the the air does seem cleaner when you breathe it now. Uh, you're able to leave the Deathland scavengers behind and continue on your way. You continue to pass these formerly beautiful houses with overgrown yards and then, uh, long since they have been properly maintained that have just grown wild and eventually you do make it to the temple uh the temple itself is kind of it's a pretty grand affair like the temple of kotor here looks pretty old um done in a different sort of style from the uh, Church of Ecstasy in Brightstone. It's got a broken pane glass window and a fallen down steeple that has vines overgrowing the front of it. The doors of it are hanging open. Uh, the like left door is slightly askew on its hinges. But what's a pane glass window? What? You said there was a pane glass window. A uh, broken pane glass window. Or a stained Means glass that... window. That, okay. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I think I did say the wrong thing there. I wasn't sure if you were trying to say stained glass or if you were describing something that I wasn't getting. That makes sense. It could also mean that the glass is in panes rather than a solid sheet. Much like a stained glass window. Stained implies that it's colored, though. So which is it? It's both. Yes. Okay. All right. So y'all made it. Congratulations. Did we make it? Let's uh, mask up and. I mean, uh, Flynn, you want to uh, you want to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead, Virgil. All right, go ahead, Virgil. I raise my lantern high and walk in. All right, inside of the. Uh, are you still using electroplasmic lanterns, or did y'all find a way to switch to oil? I mean, we. I didn't see a cookie mart on, uh, out here, okay. so you know. I mean, I think if if that's the only choice, then I'll just not. Like, I'll just use their lanterns. Yeah, maybe we've cut down to just my moss and one lantern uh, and hoped for the best. Okay. Sure. Uh, so as uh, you enter the uh, temple here, uh, like, you enter into the, like, main worship area, and there are just these bodies everywhere. 
as you walk between the rows of seats, uh, there are bodies, you know, laying in the aisles. There are bodies slumped over on the pews themselves, and some are kind of in a rictus of prayer uh, towards uh, the front of this temple. And, like, even through the uh, mask that you're wearing, you can, like, smell the death and decay in the air. Uh, just because it's so stagnant in here. The front of the chapel itself, there is a, uh, like, a podium that is... Uh, it's in kind of a familiar shape to Cliff and Iskra when y'all enter. You s when you see it there lit up by the, by the lantern, you see that the podium is in the shape of a lighthouse. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there is a fresco on the wall behind where the priest would offer services. And uh, Iskra, it's a familiar scene to you. When you had gone to get the uh, seven-branched rod in that uh, small little building at the bottom of the cistern, you found a mural depicting a large green orb lashing out tendrils of the group of blue-robed figures surrounding it. Uh, in the center of the figures, one was holding up the seven-branched rod as chains bind the orb. And this fresco is that same scene writ large. You can make out a lot more details in it for anyone who wants to look a little bit closer. Uh, I'm going to tell the others, hey, this is, this is the same scene that I saw in that cistern underneath the city where all of those hollows were. Hey Virgil, didn't you fight? Didn't you fight this guy down there? In the like that wasn't right before you fought him, right? Who won that? Wait, what? What do you mean? I'm isn't not... that right? Isn't that right before you fought Flint? I didn't fight anybody right before I fought Flint. I thought. I mean, we're underground. Didn't you fight Flint? I did fight Flint. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to remind you of the time when you got your ass kicked by him. <laughs> <laughs> it was right after she saw this. You know. You know. Yes, image. it was that it was that occasion when Flint did in fact beat the ever loving shit out of Virgil. Good fond, times. Yes, yeah, I was just making sure I remember. Memory for you us remember, all. right? But look at this. Look at this scene. You can see so much more on this one. What do I notice, Jeremy, that is different? You said there was more detail. One of the things that you probably could have figured it out from the other mural that you had seen but because you've had more dealings with the circle of blue flame at this point you recognize the fact that there are uh seven blue robed figures uh much like how the inner circle of the circle of blue flame there are seven of them the man in the center of the figures you can very clearly see the seven branched rod in there much like the like exact one that you had had before uh, underneath this fresco uh, is written uh, the binding of sin sime and I'll type that in chat because it's uh, spelled s i n s i m e two words okay so what's what's the scene again we walked into this place yeah you walked we... into this place there's these dead bodies everywhere a thick stench in the air that you can smell even throughout the uh, even through the mass, and then there's the uh, the podium with this uh, fresco behind it. 
and the name is on the fresco? Uh, I'd say it's probably actually in really big letters over the fresco, because that makes more sense for a place of worship. Um, once we get close enough, I'd be able to see this thing through the ghost field. The, what was it, the, the hand the of hand. KOTOR? Yep, the, the hand, hand of KOTOR. So, um, you know, assuming we're we're in the right pla- the right vicinity, I'm, I'm hoping I'd be able to see some indication of it if I attuned the ghost field. So, makes sense to do that then, I think? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty powerful artifact, so that makes sense. Alright, risky? Yeah, y'all are still risky. Standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, a three, four, five, so five. All right, so you, when you attune to the ghost field, you, you're really Try Can I moxie that up just to a full success? Yeah. I mean, sure thing. Yeah. Let's so, just do that. Uh, so when you attune to the ghost field, um, the lighthouse uh, podium is, like, shining bright like a beacon uh, on a dark mountain. It seems to... Like, it seems like there's just energy pouring out of that. I take it you're going to walk up and mess around with it for a little bit, and you find that there's a reliquary on the back side of it. And inside is this this massive hand. It's uh, probably like four feet. Uh, it's wow, okay. Like, the smallest two fingers are curled inwards. I'd say it's a right hand. And it's got seven fingers. That's right. unusual. I, uh, how heavy is it when I pick it up? It's probably like a good 45 pounds. All right, punch throats. Get your carrying shoes on. <laughs> yeah, I, I pick it up and I hand it over to, to Sprig. And I turn to everybody and I say, all right, I feel like uh, getting out of here. Yeah. Seems like a good plan, right? Yeah, yeah, that seems like the thing to do. Let's mosey. All right. Let's mosey. <laughs> As you are making your way back, like you get back to the same square where the uh, Deathland scavengers were, and they're just gone. Uh, like the camp is like it looked like they were setting in for the night, but they struck camp and they're nowhere to be seen anymore. Can't say I, blame I was hoping we could uh, sell these back to them, you know? We don't. These masks, you know? <laughs> Curious. Well, uh, what, what time of... Well, I guess I was going to say what time of day it is, but I guess it's always night, right? Well, I mean, it is, you know, instead of lighter night, it is darker night now. It's probably, like, the equivalent of midnight at this point. The faint moon is up high in the sky. Gotcha. It's just right. a, a tiny sliver right now. Turn to our to everybody and say, anyone have any objection to sort of booking it like these guys? Uh, no, let's let's flee the area. Please, post haste. I feel like at some point before this operation, we we would have. If our plan is to give the the turgid rod of Kotor to <laughs> Lady <laughs> Ma- Madam Pendergast, Tesslin, Tesslin, yep. <laughs> um, then. We, we kind of have to get rid of Flynn. <laughs> Why? Because he's going to be like, okay, well, I'll take it to my bosses now. Goodbye. Uh, I mean, we made the agreement to hand it over ourselves. Uh, we don't know. We, we're not visiting his intentions or motivations. He's not even alive yeah, anymore. Yeah, you know, I guess that's... I don't trust I guess him. That's, so I'm saying we would have discussed it ahead of time. And I guess if that maybe if that's the conclusion we came to. It. So if he said, I'll take it, we would say... Not the deal. Get out of here. Yeah. 
The deal is exactly the deal. We struck very specifically. We're going to give it to one of the members of the Blue Flame, which I believe does not include you. You are nothing but a tool in their hand. Goodbye. All right. Uh, well, that, no, I'm no longer concerned. Carry on. Yeah. One of the reasons I, uh, uh, you know, I was all right with Flint coming along as I was hoping he might get, we might be able to lose him up here somewhere. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, if somebody get into a big fight where we could just let him get murdered, you know? Well, I tried to give y'all a good fight, but... <laughs> You did try twice. As y'all are going, you start getting the feeling that you know why the Deathland scavengers left so quickly. Like, at first, it's just one or two. You see eyes glowing in the dark doorways of the estates as you're going. Low to the ground, small, vermin-like eyes. And you hear squeaking in the distance. But... As you keep going closer and closer to where you left the boat at, you start seeing more and more of these, and the squeaking is getting louder and louder, and you're pretty sure that those plague rats are out and about. Ding dang plague rats. Uh, we'll just lightning bolt a couple and we'll keep running, and, you know, we'll get out of here. It'll be easy. So y'all just keep running? Yeah, let's keep mm. moving, and when they get, if they get close, we'll Do fuck them up. All right. Well, that's... Are, are they... Jeremy, are they mostly kind of in one direction of us? As you keep traveling, like, there seems to be more and more of them. And they do seem to be following you. Okay. If that makes sense. Well, following us is fine. Because we'll just get on the boat and leave. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's still a good hike till you get to the boat. So why don't y'all make a roll to try to stay ahead of these rats? What roll? This would probably be a group action. Right. Um, so we choose a leader, right? And then we all roll, and the leader takes the amount of stress for all the failures. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. So, Iskra, and, I've got on my person a vial of slumber essence. I don't know if you want to maybe do some makeshift chemistry to turn that into something useful here. Everybody still I mean, has their mask, right? You I'm gonna mix. Yeah, I I, I'm just gonna say, like that would have very limited effect because there's so many of these. Well, that's what I'm saying. Can we figure out a way to amplify yeah. that or something? What if so, I, I mix it with my fire oil and then set it alight, so that the smoke from the slumber essence rolls across the ground, and we keep our masks on? Because seriously, you guys, <laughs> don't breathe that in. So one of the thoughts I had is Tempest, which I normally use to fire lightning bolts, can be used to make weather show up, including uh, roaring winds. So do you think that, like, the flaming uh, smoke oil plus roaring winds could be uh, useful to create, like, a fire tornado? That could be fun. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. What do we think? What do we think about fire tornado versus rats? Do it. I mean, I think it would definitely be effective if we don't roll a one. <laughs> I don't know. You think rats are weak to fire tornadoes that put you to sleep? Hmm. Let's have to check that. Check the book to see. So, so, Jeremy, if we wanted to do this sort of like you know collaborative action, uh, what do you? How do you think that would work in practice? Uh, so, what I'm doing is I'm making a clock called Escape the Rats, and. Y'all are going to need to take make things to get away from the rats. So just tell me what you're doing, and we'll tick the clock down. Do so, so the problem though is like running away is 
a boring and b not really a thing we can reasonably do uh so this while we are betting it all on this mm-hmm. rather than actively running i think it's better all around all right, so i'm right. gonna roll a tinker roll to see if i can actually combine these things yeah i'm gonna so- i'm gonna assist of course i'm gonna say that's using my other foresight bringing the, the tools yeah. and right. then i'll say that if this works and john uses temp- tempest then that would give him like a greater effect with that Okay. So right. So right now, I think you should also help yourself. Maybe a devil's bargain. Well, I mean, fuck, you got all five, so. Uh, so that's a five, a four, and a one. So I'm gonna take the five. Moxie that shit. You know what? I am gonna moxie that shit because we're almost done here. Uh, so there that rolls that up to a complete success. All right. This is like a horde of rats that you're trying to deal with. So rather than this having limited effect. Uh, you're able to boost it up to standard effect. So it's going to, you know, despite the fact that, you know, this is kind of a smaller thing because you are able to combine the two alchemicals correctly this time. (laughs) What does that mean, Jeremy? He's just making yet another reference to the several times I've fucked myself over by not mixing things correctly. Okay, so there we go. We got our rats. They, uh, where we got get fewer fewer rats significantly fewer all right tornado time iskra lights this like smoke that's rolling and and uh the rats near us get you know knocked out slash toasty or whatever <laughs> and then i use tempest to summon roaring winds to kind of blow and fan these flames toward some of the other rats okay. and make this away from right? us specifically yeah away away from us all right. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming I've got enough control. I could sort of like send this fire tornado, you know, in a direction. So, yeah. and, or, you know, pull it, pull it along. Okay. So make, make that a tune roll. A tune, great effect. Is that what you told me? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. yeah, great effect. It's okay. a fire so tornado, I, Jeremy. <laughs> so I push myself. So I give myself two stress. Yep, but uh, you also get the benefit of pushing yourself, which is an extra die. An extra die. Is that right? That's right. Yep. So I give myself one bonus die just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, because whenever you use this ability, you still get the effect of pushing yourself. Okay. Does uh, anyone want to? I'm going to be rolling four die, um, but I days. don't have Moxie. Already used mine. Yeah, so does someone want to help me, or maybe... I'll burn mine, yeah. You'll burn your moxie if you have one more. It. You have one more insight, don't you? Uh, no, no, I used it twice. I, did, I, did, I just used my twice. But I'll burn my moxie as part of it's, this it's plan, I think. It's probably going to be alright, probably. Wow, we'll see. Oh, that's so, a six. I got a six. There you go. Six, a one, a two, and a four. Alright, so. so with the great effect, that's going to take three off this clock. So yeah, the uh, fire tornado roars to life. And as it sweeps into one of the buildings that is housing a lot of this horde of rats, and there is a, amid the roaring flame, you can hear a cacophony of squeaking shrieks. So I, as someone who served on ships for many years, (laughs) rats are too smart to eat poison, but rats cannot resist shiny things. So I have some sweet costume jewelry. That I'm going to dump into my bag of trans powder, like coat it with, you know, coat it around, and then throw behind us as we as we move. And okay. uh, some of, some of the rats are going to go to the trans powder covered jewelry and pick it up and fall asleep. 
All right. <laughs> Go ahead and mark the trance powder and the jewelry. And I don't know, what sort of role would this be? I was thinking finesse. I could go for finesse. Yeah. I'll do finesse and I'll push myself. All right. Does anyone want to help Sophia? I only got two stress ticks left. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not. Don't worry too much about it. I, I mean, I, fire I, will, I will. I've got stress to burn, so why not? Okay. I'm over here quarterback into his leg, so yeah, do it. Yep. Ah, uh, two oh, sixes. That's a critical critical nice. success. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, I told you, it works on it rats. So, uh, yeah. I love shiny shit. So after the plague rats uh, watch their brethren being consumed by flame and fire tornado, they, uh, oh, wait, there's something shiny over there? Uh, let's <laughs> yeah, it and it offers just enough distraction from uh, that you guys are able to make it to the boat. He's got flint, that's how it's done. Yeah. Moxie, and then I do like the two hands like down, like suck it motion down your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even we we could have done the flint go distract them move and we forgot. No, it's fine. Uh so Flint's being We'll just tip him in the ocean. Quiet. It'll be fine. So yeah, y'all uh make it back on board the boat. You got your nice big seven fingered hand. You got your you know, your good pal Flint here next to you guys. Sailing back home after a good day's work. Alright. Are you gonna go for another dive? I'm going to dip my moist cowlette. That cool, cool water feels so, so nice. <laughs> Isn't it? It's more like sludge, right? It, yeah. It's really disgusting, yeah. It's thick. There's a it's... skin on top, like cool. with bad soup. It feels <laughs> just like home. Alright, so y'all are able to make it back across the river without any, uh, any problem, and you pull up to the dock in... Six towers. I mean, is this our boat or is it? I think we rented it. Uh, this is probably one that the Circle of mm. Blue Flame provided, since Flint was already here waiting for you guys. Y'all are able to disembark. All right, Flint. It has been a tremendous joy. I guess. Um, yes, you're much more capable than I thought you would be. I'm taking that as a compliment. It's been it's been real. It's been fun. I can't say it's been real fun. Was that yeah. Flint hitting on on Iskra? <laughs> Gross. Um, Look, everyone else gets to have freaky ghost sex, demon sex. So if Iskra wants some freaky ghost sex, that's her prerogative. Iskra's more interested in taking him literally apart than figuratively. <laughs> He's going to actually rearrange his guts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that we've secured the hand, all that's left is to deliver it to the Centralia Club. That should be fun. Good times will be had by all. Have a good one, Flint, if you're still, you know, capable of that. Bye. Come on, let's go. We can't trudge around. You you can't you can't walk around the open like this. You're a, you know, horrifying monster, no offense. Everyone's asleep at this time of the night. How you think I got to the boat? <laughs> we'll see you later. Crawled out of a storm drain or something. This is a in case we weren't clear dismissal. Uh, we already are have our own plans for handing this off to our contact in the Centralia Club. You are not invited. Goodbye. No, this is exactly why they wanted me to accompany you in case of treachery like this. So it's not a treachery. We're handing it over to one of the blue wizards themselves. One of yes, the Yes, you're right. You are. We're going there right now. I feel like this was not the plan. This is not what we were told. Alright, well, lead the way, Flint. Yeah, you first. 
No. <laughs> You'll walk where I can see you. Well, look, obviously you were told different things than we were, but we signed up to, to do a job and we're not going to you know, give it to the... We don't take orders from Yeah, we're hands. not going to do it to the wrong person. Yeah. I was told specifically by Harvell Brogan himself that as soon as you have these... Uh, as soon as you had the uh, relic, you were to take it directly to the club. Okay, but we did not, not, not receive any such us. orders, and we have no reason to believe you're not lying to us in some form of trying to get back at us for you being unfortunately disembodied. So forgive us if we don't trust you a hundo percent. You're Goodbye. not leaving this dock with that hand unless we're going to the club. We are going to the club, dipshit, just then not in your go. company. Then let's go. <laughs> Why are we fighting? I don't understand. <laughs> Do we know if Madame Tesma is at the club or at her at the Red Lamp? I mean, I would assume she'd be where she said she'd meet us, at the Red Lamp. I think. Isn't that what we were going to do? I don't know if we... If, I know we talked about it, but I don't remember if we made... Y'all had talked about wanting to give it to her, but y'all never made any plans for me... Like, like Virgil was even talking with Madame Teslin and oh, didn't say, hey, where can I give you the hand? Well, then let's well, do let's a just, flashback let's just, and let's establish flashback and that. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... So, the, so obviously if, the most convenient thing would be if she is at the Centralia Club and we can just give it to her. Like maybe she's waiting in the foyer. Wouldn't be more convenient for her to be here? I mean, that would be more convenient, actually. Yeah, she steps out of the shadows because we arranged for her to meet us here. Boom, flashback. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take the two-stress two for that. So she steps out of the shadows. Ah, see? Problem solved. We don't have to go of... anywhere. The circle with her as well. Oh, fun times. Yeah. Well, let's uh, hand it to her. You know, Give her a wink and a nod and be on our way. Hand this off to a member of the Circle of Flame. I consider consider our deal done. So, Cliff. Yeah. Yeah, Lady Penderlin's there. And she's kind of she's kind of looking at you. Uh, also, I'm not stupid enough. I would have put on a disguise <laughs> 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 because I'm not, that's or that's uh, my last bit of love. I mean, you're I'm wearing gonna... a mask, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying for the record, <laughs> Sophia's wearing a disguise. Don't I have I have a fine cover identity in my load? Yeah. So maybe you know I've got some uh, sort of a dirty paint over my face, kind of a scarf. I look like that's a... not what a cover identity is. Yeah, it literally is covering my identity, motherfucker. <laughs> that's a disguise. <laughs> a okay. cover identity what do you... is like fake identification papers. Okay, well the fake identification is look, the dirty scarf like, over So, you, so you're gonna just show her your driver's license and be like, No, I'm not Cliff Claw. I'm Biff 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 Baugh. Why why does he just like hide in the boat? I mean uh, I could. I we, we we I didn't meet up with them last time, so yeah, I would have not necessarily gone. I'll just tell look or just stay um, Clint, you got you have the hand. Y'all take delivery. I will go stash the boat somewhere and meet y'all back at the base. There's clean up things to This is not our boat. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Look, You're just right. Stay it's, in the back. It's about to be not our boat. Behind problem. the punch thirds, we'll be fine. All right, we hand it off because we really don't really have any other choice here unless we want to murder just fucking everybody, which like is an option. It's not. We we don't hand it off. We're we're, we're good here. All right. So yeah, congratulations. Y'all get paid. It's the end of the Yay. a successful heist. 
How much did we get paid? So, what was the fight we were we missed out on? The ghost fight or something? I mean, yeah, both the ghosts the ghost and fight. the rats. And probably I mean, the I guess the I guess y'all did tussle with the rats in your own way. Yeah. And the Deathland scavengers? No. Yeah, you, you could have fought that... the Deathland scavengers as well if you were truly murder hobos. All right, how much Sometimes do we get paid? Let's we want a break out. from murder hoboing. I didn't put them there for y'all to kill, so. Uh, as y'all were traveling through the Deathlands, you know, there was stuff there for you guys to find. Like, there were dead bodies that had jewelry and stuff like that. And there was various religious iconography in the temple that was made of some nice stuff. So y'all got some good money out of this. I'd say eight coin. All right. Um, so you're going to take two rep per score by default. Um, so the eight coin, how are we going to divvy that up? We'll figure it out. i put it in the vault for now. All yeah, we'll right. see if we need to spend it on anything particular and then divvy it up afterwards. Yeah. Um, okay. I'd say that y'all probably just get two rep for this, just because you didn't have any penalties uh, on that engagement roll for a higher score tier. Okay. Uh, a higher a higher tier or anything like that. As far as heat goes, I'm going to say that this is zero heat because it was completely outside of Duskwall. And the thing that could have happened inside Duskwall, y'all were able to avoid. I'll take it. So okay. zero heat for that. Uh, no killing was involved. You're not at war. It's not a high profile or well-connected target. You're not on hostile turf. So, so yeah, no heat. All right, good job. I think that was... Pretty... That might be our most successful heist ever. Yeah. All right. Flint, you sure I can't, you know, rummage around in there? Entanglements? What's our uh, one in level at? Zero? With zero, zero heat? and zero. Wow. So roll two dice wow. then. Take the lowest. A one. A one. So gang trouble or the usual suspects. So the same sort of thing as last time. Does anyone want to volunteer a friend or vice purveyor to have been nabbed by the blue coats while y'all are gone? No. I think I think Miley Cypress gets picked up. Millie Cypress? Um, M-Y-L-L-I-E, Miley. Yeah. Okay. Well, do y'all want to uh, pay off the blue coats with the coin or make a fortune roll to see how much they talk yeah, about Yeah, I think it's... I, I'm fine. I'll pay the coin. Okay. So yeah. All right, then. So, yeah, uh, you find out that Millie had been picked up because the, you know, the bluecoats are still trying to figure out exactly what happened with uh, the sinkhole. And there's uh, there's been some whispers going around that y'all might have been involved in that. So they couldn't find you. So they found her. All right. So it's 820 now. We can go ahead and do downtime activities if you guys know what y'all want to do. Yeah, I'd like to get downtime and possession knocked out. Yeah. All right, let's start with Cliff. Uh, well, I'm okay all around, I guess. I could go ahead and indulge my vice uh, a little bit to knock off some stress and hope that that works out uh, for the best. So yeah, I'm gonna overindulge. Uh, let's hope. No bonus dice. Okay, I'm right at zero. <laughs> so more stress and cleared four. Good job. I beat up just the right amount of people uh, at the bar. And do you know what your other downtime activity will be? So I've got, we have one by default, and I've got a floating one again. I'm going to get two. No, you, to, get, uh, you get two downtime activities, because you're not at war anymore. 
Yeah, so I get I get one more. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. And I get a, a floating one uh, that could be used for me or for anybody else. I honestly don't really have much I need uh, at this point. I could start a, a project that you know kind of there, but I was honestly probably just going to keep training since my big issue is my skills are all feel really low and they're not going up anytime soon. So I mean, I guess the best thing for me, uh, if I train Resolve, that's that's the most efficient because we get two xp out of the one xp prowess you get two as well uh okay well let's do prowess then instead of this time i'm still gonna shoot but i'm gonna focus on wrecking shit i'm practicing practicing shotgun there you go all right how about uh sophia this time so i'm gonna indulge my advice first three out of six okay, i can live, can live with that nobody's done any long-term projects cooking right i don't think so no yeah Alright, I'll train uh, Prowess again. I also did, I took an extra two, we have a loyal fence, so we get an extra two coin for robberies. So I, I added that as well. Oh, yeah. So we also gotta distribute our coin. There you go. Uh, was that your second one? Yeah, training and okay. stress relief. Alright, how about Virgil? Alright, I wanna do stress relief. I'll do that. Ooh, six out of six. There we go. <laughs> Clear all my stress. So the I think I tried to craft the spirit positioning system before, but I didn't get a high enough quality rating or something. Uh, no, I thought that you had made it. Yeah. I don't have a note that I made it. I thought you made it, and then we just never deployed it. Okay, I'll mark that I made it then. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember you talking about trying to you uh, like thinking about trying to find a way to use it inside of the uh, uh, Centralia Club. All right, all right. I've got it marked. Then uh, I probably want to do training in like prowess. So I just mark two ticks on prowess. That's right. Okay, Tunzo. Okay, what about Iskra? Could I make the uh, mouse heart charm into a formula that I know? Um, yeah. Um, that's the voice that says yes, but no. <laughs> uh, so I remember that you started with the formula. Did you ever nail down what that was? I feel like I did. Is it written down on your sheet? Mm. Uh, like, you should have a spot that says, like, formulas known or something like that. Mm, nope. No? Why don't you just go I ahead and... I don't see it. Because whenever you had the alchemist, you begin with one special formula already known. Although that kind of feels like Where... they would fall more under artificer. Mm. Yeah, it's not really a, a alchemical thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not super spark crafty, but it does have spark craft features. I'd say just go ahead and write it down I'll, that you know how to craft that thing. I'll okay. give it to you. Because, I mean, that was a good pull from your heritage, so. I don't have a place. Just write it down under your notes. Okay, Um, I don't have a lot of stress to get rid of, so I'm going to leave that alone so that I don't fuck myself over. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to train and resolve and give myself a full docket there and get a pip in sway. There you go. There we go. And I think you get one more because you were only down one oh, that's in right. resolve, right? Yeah, because we've got training so, in that. Yep. Training bonus. All right, cool. And you get another action, right? Do I? That was two. What was the first one? The mouse heart charm. No, I was just giving that to you. Oh, okay. Because yeah. normally, normally that sort of thing's a downtime activity, so. Uh, I'm gonna train in insight. <laughs> Alright, so not? that gives you one pip there. Tobias, you had a floating one you could give someone, right? Yep, uh, I'm just gonna train unless she does want it for something important. 
Okay. Let's go ahead and do end the session, starting with, um, I guess let's start at the top, uh, Cliff. Okay, uh, you just a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Yes, I would say the rat trap that we made definitely counts. Yeah, that was yeah. calculated. Uh, and you did a lot of supporting in this, uh, this downtime. Or this uh, adventure for sure, so I'd go for that. Uh, you can even get two in that cliff. Yeah, I was gonna say I could did enough to mark two. Uh, you missed your belief dice, heritage, or background. Uh, well, uh, you could say I negatively expressed my background by making sure that I didn't uh, expose myself to the blue the blue wizards. I'm still on the hush hush. Hmm. Struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. Uh, not really. I still don't like rats, but I don't know if that's a trauma to me particularly. <laughs> rats killed by Panley. <laughs> All right. Now, if the rats had like spider legs, then yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be kidding me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to Iskra then. All right. I did not roll any desperate actions. Uh, you had addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. I used a charm that I had made, and yeah. I also set some fire oil. A blaze, yeah. so... Yeah, mark, mark two for that. Nice. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, and background. I did. I did do that, because that's how I know how to make a mouse heart charm. Yeah. Uh, and you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. I experienced an urge related to my vice. I have gills. I needed to donk myself in the nasty, nasty waters. Uh, yeah, I don't that, know if... that could have turned out uh, worse than it did, so... <laughs> All right. So, uh... All right, that puts me close to an advancement, but not there. All right. Um, Virgil. Great. Um, didn't roll any desperate actions. Uh, addressed the challenge with knowledge or arcane power uh, twice. Yeah. With finding the, the hand and with the fire tornado. There you go. Uh, expressed expressed uh, beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Yes. In my conversation with Lady Whatever, I talked about my relationship with Sitar a little bit. Um, struggle with issues of vice or trauma. Uh, no. Yeah. So that does give me a playbook advancement. There you go. So Do you have one in mind? Mm, I should have been thinking about that. Not yet. Come back to me. Okay. And what about Sophia? Uh, notice for actions. Um, I did uh, use deception and influence uh, at least twice. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I also expressed my beliefs, strategy, heritage, background twice as well. Once yeah. with... Uh, uh, the, to defeat the rats and wants to make sure that uh, Iskra didn't fall in the water and die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go with that. And I didn't really get a chance to struggle with my vices or traumas, so I will take that. Yeah, Iskra, poor Iskra is the only one traumatized so far. I'm so lonely. Virgil has been close. <laughs> By the way, somebody in, in my group got tra- two traumas in one session. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was good. It was good. I mean, probably not for them, but you know. No. John, did you choose on an advancement for Virgil yet, or Th- this one seems good? I've got um, the special ability warded. I can essentially use uh, spe- my special armor, which is just like something I can carry, to uh, resist supernatural consequences or to push myself when I deal with arcane forces. So I- I'm assuming, if I'm reading that right, I could. I could use the warded and essentially my special armor instead of taking stress to push myself. Um, so, like, warded gives you access to your special armor under armor uses. So that means that that ability gives you access to that special armor. And 
yeah, if you uh, you can use it instead of taking stress if you deal with arcane forces. So 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 when I do tempest, could I could, if I do tempest, I push myself. Could I use my armor instead of pushing myself? Correct. Okay. So I'm debating between that and doing like ghost mind, which basically lets me have another dice when I attune to the ghost field to gather information. And it also means that you're always aware of supernatural entities in your presence. Yeah, let's do that. I'll be I'll have ghost mind. That's go. a fun one. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's uh, go for Moxie this time. All right. We we did ask you a successful uh, robbery, so I'll take a tick for that. There you go. I don't know if we contended with challenges of our current station. We didn't really, we didn't get really into the bonuses anywhere else. So yeah. I would say no. We did bolster. Our, we, we certainly uh, bolstered our crew's rep as professionals. Even even ver- even uh, Fitz said so. You mean Flint? Yep, that's what I said. <laughs> you must have, you must have heard wrong. Um, and as usual, we definitely bolstered the or we expressed the goals, drives, inner conflict of, of the crew. Yes. Uh, so we had an advancement. Do we want to take some upgrades? I'd really like insight training. Yes. Um, like mm-hmm. because y'all don't we get roll two, desperate so. actions very often. In like y'all have gotten most of your character advancement through uh, training. So. My personal vote is, is inside training and then either something like a boat or a carriage. So we're not having to rely on other people for that, but I'm not married to those. It's also probably... I've always liked sea frigging. Gives us two free load. Mm. Um, and I'm a big fan of like making our crew more elite, but I'm not married to anything else. I, just, I think we need inside training for sure. I would like insight training. Yeah, it's I mean, that's a boat. given. I'm taking. We're taking that. So we have one left. Where do we want to put that? What's personal training? You can train your like, the things that you level up at the end of a session mm. to get abilities. You can train that, and that gives you two ticks in that. I think it's pretty rare that we need to train that because we're always getting it from yeah. talking about our time on boats and stuff. Plus, it seems like right. we're getting to the part of character progression where people are having people are pretty happy with the skills, the abilities they already have, and yeah, yeah. Now for boat, we'd need both ticks to have a whole boat, right? <laughs> the first one, I mean, the first one gives us half a boat. No, it's the second tick gives us like an armored boat. The first one did gives us like a gondola. Yeah. Okay. So it would I mean that or the carriage would allow us to move around, which is something pretty valuable to us. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I I was in favor of getting a boat. I think when we first started. I mean, so considering I, that I've... how often we interact with on or near canals, that would probably be a good investment. Okay, boat it is. All right, boat it is. No objections. Boat. I'm on a boat. What's the name of your boat? Summer of George. You've already used Summer of George. <laughs> that's a different. It's just a, that's it's already a, a boat in this game. Is it a boat in this game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Lord Strangfur's massive Leviathan hunter. Yes. That's your <laughs> What about Desolation Williams? Sure. That one's for you, Kevin. Is it? I mean, that's Ice Cube's character name. In nice! Yes, all right, perfect. Des- Sold. Desolation Williams. All right. Okay, does anyone have anything else they want to address? I mean, I'm kind of interested in the corpse situation that Eckert had mes- mentioned, but not enough to want to do anything right this hot second. Mm-hmm.